0: Welcome back to the WWIA podcast. On this episode, WWIA founder and CEO John McDaniel is at the foundation's Northern Healing Center, Camp Hackett. John is honored to spend some time speaking with two outstanding combat wounded Purple Heart heroes, United States Marine Corps Master Gunnery Sergeant Travis Jones and former United States Marine Corps Gunnery Sergeant and current United States Navy Lieutenant Mike Murphy both of whom were attending the 16th annual Camp Hackett Group A event. They spend some time talking about their experience at Camp Hackett, from the excitement of the hunts and fishing for the elusive muskie, to the power of nature, community, connection, and camaraderie. It's an incredible conversation that we're honored to share with you today.
1: This is John McDaniel. I'm the founder and CEO of the wounded warriors in action foundation and this is the podcast Honor Connect Heal. And we're still up at Camp Hackett in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. It's the 3rd of October 2022 and it's early fall. And I've this is this is you know a continuing series up here in the Northwoods and typically I won't put you know any of our heroes on the on the spot and say hey, you want to do a podcast, but I did that um, a few minutes ago because I've got two super special men with us here at Camp Hackett um and i just thought i'll take a chance and see if these guys want to get on the podcast because i think their stories are exceptional um and so i've got travis and mike with me and i, I want to ask you both to uh, tell tell us you know your name um uh, for the podcast purposes, we'll stop, stop, uh, and then go right into it. But right now, uh, Travis, if you would tell us your full name and spell it for so we get it right on the backside and front side.
2: Uh, yeah, so
1: Travis Jones,
2: T R A V I S Jones, J O N E S. Okay, and your
1: your your rank?
2: I'm a Master Gunnery Sergeant in the United States Marine Corps.
1: Master Gunnery Sergeant. Okay, excellent, excellent. Okay, Mike.
2: Uh, Mike Murphy.
3: M I K E M U R P H Y, Lieutenant U S Navy.
1: Okay, slide that just a little closer to you there. Perfect. Okay, so that that the, the, these are this is who who's with us. I'll start over again, and this is where I'd want to start the you know the podcast. Okay, break, break. Hi, my name is John McDaniel. I'm the founder and CEO of the Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation, and I have with me two very special heroes. I call them heroes because they, they both have purple hearts. They've been up here. Uh, we've been hunting for rough grouse and woodcock, and they went out and musky fished yesterday and whitetails, and they, they went out and, and goose hunted and crushed them. So it's just been an amazing event up here, I think, for them. Um, and I'm going to introduce them here and then let them tell a little bit about their story and their experience here at, at camp hackett so um let's start here we have we have travis travis welcome to the show and thank you and welcome to camp hackett and so uh just do a brief introduction uh of yourself please for our audience
2: yeah uh, hello Uh, so yeah one this place is absolutely phenomenal it's special and uh, Just sitting here, I'm looking outside, and I can see the trees, and the leaves are changing. It's just, it's hard to leave it. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get out of more work so I could stay here, but I don't think it's going to work out. Uh, So I'm uh, a Master Gunnery Sergeant in the the United States Marine Corps. I'm still active, uh, just about 21 years now. Uh, I'm stationed uh, over in Virginia. I came from 29 Palms and Camp Pendleton prior to that, and uh, I've been an infantryman for all 21 years, and uh, I joined just before September 11th. Uh, joined the Marine Corps, joined the infantry, thought I'd do four years and go do whatever in the South Pacific and do a few deployments. And on September 11th, I checked into the School of Infantry and uh, things changed. Yeah. And uh, so after, after the last 21 years, it's been eventful. And uh, I got the opportunity to come up here and they reached out to me. They've reached out to me for about three years consistently, twice a year. Uh, I've been deployed or training or doing whatever, and the, the timeline finally arranged up, and I came out here and absolutely phenomenal time, and uh, after 21 years of service, to come out here and just hang out in the woods with men who think alike, act alike, talk alike, and have the whole tribal thing uh, going on out here with individuals has been absolutely breathtaking and uh it's you know we have to we have to feed ourselves and everything we killed up here we've eaten and Mm -hmm. then uh at the same time we're feeding our our minds and our bodies and our souls and sometimes we run empty on that and i I definitely i'm leaving here full so it's Mm -hmm.
1: phenomenal well uh, that's it's great to hear travis and you know i i have a special spot in my heart for marines you know as an old army infantryman you know we've all worked together and I know it's in, the, in the infantry. Kind of live like earth pigs. We know how that is. Um, but uh, how many? Just uh, how many deployments do you have, uh, Travis? I, I, I'm well in the double digits. I just racked out my fourteenth uh, one. Fourteen. Okay. I, I've known a lot of guys. A lot of guys with nine. I don't think I've ever met anybody with ten, and certainly never met anybody with fourteen. And that's just incredible, man. That's uh, just two, incredible. Two of my cheated. I was only there for about hundred
2: days, and I got okay. wounded. They sent me home.
1: <laughs> That's that's amazing. Well, I mean, you know, the podcast honor connect and heal, and you know, the honor piece. I just want to, you know, I mean, you saw this community pile out of here, and just you know, but we'll, we'll hold that thought for a second. But let's get to Mike. Mike, tell us about yourself. My, 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 you know, you're also was a former Marine. I'm not going to steal your thunder, but a former Marine who turned Navy. Uh, Mike, tell us about yourself. All
3: right, thanks, John. Uh, Mike Murphy, Lieutenant, U.S. Navy, uh, former Marine. I had just reached Gunnery Sergeant when I went over into the Navy. Uh, Started out with 1st Battalion, 3rd Marines, and the infantry. Uh, Was in sniper platoon there. That's when I went to recon. Uh, Went to recon and then was pulled to force recon. I stayed on the East Coast the entire time, and that was the majority of my career. I was, I think in 8th or ninth grade during September 11th. So by the time I came in, everything was in full swing. Uh, I spent my entire Marine Corps career during wartime. Once that kind of died down, I started looking for alternatives, what what was next, and the Navy offered the Medical Enlisted Commissioning Program. And so I applied for that and was accepted. They had sent me to nursing school, and now I am the officer in charge of a TBS in Quantico.
1: Wow. So, you know, I'll tell you, we've all had, you know, guys who, you know, wanted to, you know, want to be one of those guys, one of those scout sniper guys. I've heard it so many times. (laughs) It's like the running joke, you know, the the guys that, you know, that tell the stories that aren't really true, you know, about, oh, I was a scout sniper, you know, but you actually were a scout sniper. And now you're fixing guys. Right. That's incredible. You know, I've always had an amazing soft spot in my heart for... The whole medical service crew and Travis. I'm sure you know you've you, you've seen more than, than 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 you probably wanted to see, but you know God bless the guys that are fixing up the, that are there to help fix up the guys that get banged up. You know, I mean, it, the confidence that that we had, I had, you know, when I was you know doing the doing the do, just to have some super competent, amazing medical support. You know, because you guys save a lot of lives. You know, and 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 that guy who has been there and done that, you know, started out on the you know in the infantry side, and then migrated to to help and fix guys. I mean, that's a per- pretty special person. It really is. So I we you know genuinely appreciate you know what you've done for this country and and all the lives you've no doubt saved and and touched and. Helped heal and et cetera. So pretty phenomenal. Okay. So, so yeah, you're all, you're welcome. So for the crowd, I mean, I'm sitting next to, you know, two real deal. And if you could see they they, I jokingly said the other day, they look like little Dolph Lundgrens, you know, or they stepped out of a you know, just stepped out of a GQ magazine. I mean, these guys are fit to fight. You know they looked apart the you know like G.I. Joe's you know if we could do you guys should go into that They we we should just make GI Joe's you guys could both be like models for that but you know, these are two great Americans um, you know so let's talk about let's talk about the hunt okay so far I mean it you know the hunt's sort of a little incident I don't want to say it's incidental but I, I mean the Northwoods of Wisconsin is one of the few places where you can do the, the. the I think we did five different things in the way of sporting right you started out. Out. We we bow hunted okay for deer uh, with with our bows. You went to to go uh, hunt geese the first day the first. Like, by 7.15 in the morning, you're limited out. Just just stuck it to the Canadians, Canadian geese, that is. And and then some more bow hunting, and then some rough grouse and woodcock hunting, uh, some more, and then followed by muskie fishing yesterday. And then you know, this morning, you guys are like, we're going to go out on a stalk. So, I mean, here in the north woods of Wisconsin at Camp packet, there's just a ton, you know, I mean, literally thousands of acres of untouched wilderness that where the fur bears roam, there's, there's, you know, there's wolves, bears, you know, you name it, they're out there. And these guys strike out as the sun is starting to break the horizon with their bows. And I'm like, gotta love that. You know, they're just going on a stalk. And then, uh, and then you end up going, jump shooting some, um, you know, some, some waterfowl and, and, and got another grouse. Anyway, so, so let's, let's start over here with Mike. Tell us about your experience here at Camp Hackett um, on the sporting side. Side and then maybe give us a, a snapshot of, you know, your experience in general with the community.
3: Yeah, John. So coming up here, I, I really had no idea what to expect. Um, Karina had sent the stuff out, and we get the email that says what to pack and what to expect, but it, it really doesn't shine a light on what actually happens up here. Um, for, for the hunting piece, I think... I, I've been a hunter my entire life, and coming up here and the animals that you see, I, I've never seen this many animals just sitting in a deer stand. I mean, I've seen turkeys, fox, coyote, uh, a possible wolf, maybe. There's plenty of does, um, there's small bucks running around, um, and and you know, the, the big bucks are smart, and they're hiding in the shadows here. Um, seeing the grouse, I'd never even seen a rough grouse, mm-hmm. so getting an opportunity to hunt those was they're phenomenal. fast aren't they they're humbling they're very <laughs> humbling uh so i it, it was just a surreal experience and i didn't know what to expect with the goose hunt but sitting there and watching that sun come up over wisconsin and that cold air was just phenomenal and you know
1: it, i got a was, great picture of you guys in the layout blonde so so those that, that that haven't done it and this there's lots of ways to keep ge- goose hunt but up here, you know these these American, uh, great American supporters of the foundation. Locals live up here. You know they see these geese. They know the farmers. They've gone out. Uh, you know Casey Williams in in particular with with his entire team that he's assembled. You know go out, find where these geese are, talk to the farmers, and say, hey, I got these combat wounded Purple Heart dudes coming in here can we use your field if they're flying in it and the farmers are typically like you betcha so they go out do all that recon and and then you guys show up and it's like okay where are they at boom they're setting up that morning at starting at like three o'clock in the morning and then we rock up like rock stars getting these these ground blinds the sun breaks the horizon and then you know the the taliban starts to cup (laughs) and land in and we're just crushing them right so it's, it's, that's, I got a picture of you guys, you know, as the, in an early morning sunlight in your blinds. It's, it's just so cool. So yeah, lots of fun out yeah, there. Yeah. was great. Yeah. Super cool. Okay. So over to Travis, who, by the way, um, do you mind if I, uh, well, we're on air, we can, but I, you're, you're, you're an na you're a native American. I am. Yes, sir. And, and you are a, in a, from the Apache tribe,
2: the Cherico Apache tribe. Yes, sir
1: so this guy yeah i mean i mean i'm the biggest jeremiah johnson fan on the planet you know we must watch that movie i know you probably chuckle man but you know it's about as close as i can come to touch the magic but i i'll honest, honestly i have had and i hope there's a lot of native americans you know listening to this but i gotta tell you I have so much respect for Native Americans. And when I found out that, you know, that that's how you were raised and that's your lineage, I was just fascinated. And last night around the fire pit, you know, you talked a little bit about your heritage and the culture and some of the traditions, and you just had me pasted to the metal chair out there listening to you. So I just wanted to mention that, but you're both phenomenal sportsmen. That's the other thing. You guys came up, rocked up with a skill set that I admire. You know, I've dedicated my life to it. I, 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 there's, you know, I, I, there's a lot i guess there's a lot more to learn than than you know than you know if you will like i have so much respect for it like i watch guys i listen to guys i'm out there doing it and i'm always learning something so anyway travis you know uh, uh, you know from your perspective you know talk through the sporting piece because i know you you both have a ton of experience but you know i'd like to hear from your perspective you know about the the whole sporting piece here
2: so yeah it it was absolutely phenomenal uh we got picked up from the airport uh jake was there grabbed us we threw our packs in we got out to the camp here he's like change over here's some scent spray and uh get in the stand uh so it it was it it was a expectation that you you know what you're doing and uh nobody sat in the stand with us Uh, gave us a sling gave us a harness get in the stand so we we climbed in the stand and i out for the first night i'd been in camp hacking for about 10 minutes sitting in a stand and i was like Wow, and the sun was going down. The air got crisp, and I like, it was phenomenal. And all the leaves and the colors and stuff, and all the new sounds coming to me in the boat in, in the woods. And, and I'm like, I'm not sure what that is, but whatever.
1: Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> those ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ravens. And everything. the sounds, yeah. amazing. Right? Yeah. 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 So as the sun
2: is cl- collapsing down, and you hear the squirrels stop moving, and everything kind of gets because now now it's that it's that witching hour, right? Yeah. And those things get picked yeah. off, and I just sat there. And I had the ability to, uh, four or five deer may have walked by. I don't know, but I just kind of zoned out and I had that ability to, to think about me for a minute yeah. and like what's going on where I'm at and what I'm doing. And I got to pull that into me. And then, uh, you know, they came and picked us up and we got back and John had a big old steak on the grill and we ate that and we kind of, you know, we did the typical man thing. We sat around, sniffed each other and made sure we're all okay. And, uh, you know, Mike, who's stationed five minutes from me, Who's crossed path with me a dozen times and, and chewed up dirt overseas, and uh you know people we know that know each other and you know we, we finally get figure that out and we we got into bed and the next morning we're we're up out of the bed and you know we went to go do the goose hunting and uh, I'd never killed a Canadian geese in my life I've seen them I've chased mm-hmm. them I've always got it done I don't have a dog I, I've never been in a waterfowl too much last year was my first time trying it and it's an addiction. And, uh, you know, we rolled up out in the field that morning, early that morning, kind of, kind of nervous. You know, you don't know these people, you don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on and stuff. And, uh, we walked out there and they are setting the blinds and camouflage everything. And they were like, grab scrubs, started loading on the blinds. Okay. And, you know, just the tasking came out and nobody, you know, these quick handshakes, high fives, like welcome aboard. And they just took you in 100%. Mm -hmm. They just took you in. You're one of them. My blind was in between two people I'd met for about 30 seconds. They took me in and there's a guy calling to my right and you know somebody else my left and they absolutely because the first three geese came in i don't forget it. it was jake uh mike and me and i said the first three geese came in and they just watched us and uh you could see them just smile when the three geese just fell uh three shots three uh, geese, crumpled them right they just All fell three, three for and three. they just smiled and the guy in the far end was like this is gonna be a good morning <laughs> uh and Perfect. uh yeah we just we just sat there and just crushed these geese as they came in, and uh, 24 minutes of hunting, we were done. Uh, they took us to another farm, wow. and they just showed us, this, "This is how we clean them. This is what we do." And uh, nonstop, they're like, "When are you coming back? Can we get back out there tomorrow? Our tags reset tomorrow." Like, uh, so there, there was a static about it, and I was still, I was still pumped. I was like, "Man, that, yeah. that was that was quick." And uh, so we we got done with that. We came back here, reset, and we're like, "Hey, let's just let's just go for a walk down this road," and okay. we're like, "Absolutely." We grabbed the shotguns, no dog, just me, Mike, and Jake just walking down the road. And that's when I had my first meeting with a grouse. Uh, it, I heard it. I don't really think I saw it. Hmm. And uh, I got the quick class of like, you need, you need to shoot when you, when you see it. And uh, we, we ended up bagging like four grouse within yep. the next hour. Did uh, you guys get any woodcock on that run? Well, not, not in that run, but any okay. okay. woodcock. I still don't didn't see a woodcock or know what it was. Uh, the next morning we woke up and we went back out after those geese. And we just had flocks of hundreds on us. So we we smacked some more geese down, and that was a great time. I got a skunk kill uh yeah. yeah did you yeah i got a skunk did. kill yeah i was looking behind us i was put on rear, rear security in case the geese came that way yeah and uh it was the closest thing to a white tail i had so far so uh, <laughs> it ruined the hunt but yeah. it was yeah, it, yeah. man yeah, yeah it's not you got it the smell hell. skunk the rest of
1: know, the I, hunt. So. i got one incidentally i run a trap line you know not you know not this time of year but in the in the in the spring i do well i will later on in the fall i'll i'll set some traps out there but incidentally I was going for coon and ended up with a with, with a skunk in my trap at last uh well it was the spring, and it happens you know and um i was uh, I was about a quarter mile away from it, and I was like. Oh man, don't be in the don't be in the trap. And sure enough there it was. And and I I actually had I got I skinned it out, I you know, and I and I tanned it and and uh, I've got it. I've got it. I kept the pelt.
2: It's a pretty pelt. Well, the earlier morning uh, I had a goose get winged and like take running across the field. And uh me being me with like hey, get up and get the bird. So I I was chasing this goose down across the field uh like a like a 200 pound linebacker coming to this thing Uh, i got a video for you john yeah in retrospect i probably should just shot it again but i caught him uh so when they saw the skunk they were like hey travis go and uh jumped up and chased skunk shot it which was bad i probably should have shot a little further down because we were right upwind of this thing so that didn't work out but uh tell them
3: about your your first caught.
2: and then yeah so we uh finished up the goose hunt and uh we came back and reset for the evening deer hunt and that was the first night on the stand and i had turkeys and squirrels and deer and everything and we saw a good six pointer just uh, about 300 out closing at 200 out getting a hundred out and uh it just it got dark and uh, but just to sit there in the thing and watch deer after deer come by i got all shaky and weird and had to pee and it, it was just weird uh but yeah just you know you got that bow and, and you have to know you have to get them that close uh the next morning we woke up and we went on a uh, grouse woodcock hunt and uh so everyone's telling me about these woodcocks and their beaks
1: and yeah, reticulating and, beak and how pretty they are yeah. so i shot one it didn't even have a beak why huh. did you shot the peacock, <laughs> the peacock. Yeah. It's like, this isn't very pretty. Well, you shot him in the face, dude. Well, I didn't
2: know we, were going, we weren't going for headshots. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, they just, honest to God, they, I said before, I, I'll switch gears here on you, but this morning I said to you guys, you know, we were, we were getting, I guess we had breakfast or whatever, and I said, listen, you know, if you guys go out, they wanted to go jump shoot some of these ponds, and, and there's wood, wood ducks, which are probably the prettiest ducks out there, I think. You know, I love them. And and in all these years we've been up here, 16 years, we've never mounted anything for camp. We've mounted things for the guys, but here we don't have an example of a you know of a woodcock or or a rough grouse which we're working on. Um, We we'll we'll make it happen this year. Um, But anyway, so I said, you guys go out there. If you get a wood duck or a nice grouse, you know I'll, I'll get it mounted for you. And sure enough, they came back with a beautiful wood duck and a beautiful cross. And I'm like, and I looked at it and I said, well, I said, before they left, I said, as long as it's not all mangled, you know, I mean, don't, 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 you know, you guys are using 12 gauges. So I came back and they're. They're, they're both perfect. Like, I don't know what you guys did. You shot them with, with a pellet gun in the head or what'd you do? But they're perfect shots. They're not mangled. They're beautiful specimens. And you did exactly what I suggested. And, and I was like, those two, man, that's is special. Pretty cool.
2: Yeah, so we, we got it. I got yeah, we got two woodcocks out of that, that hunt with that dog. Watching the dog was just amazing. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Tommy's Pippa.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful. You know, the range, dog, Ranger yeah. Time.
2: The, the first uh, grouse we jumped, I missed, hard miss. And the dog just looked at me so disappointed.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, so, a, it's a horrible feeling, isn't it? It's yeah. like, dude, I'm uh, busting my butt here yeah. for you.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the dog just looked at me so disappointed. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, so, and then, uh, yeah, we, we uh, finished up another deer hunt. And then I went out the next morning. Uh, and then got into this morning and uh, we did some musky fishing and we just sat on that lake and it was absolutely astonishing. Uh, I had two musky hit my line and just make me make me theirs. Uh, hit my line, I, I really didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, I thought it was hung up because that's how I fish. I usually catch a lot of stumps in a, in a, yeah. hang, in a hangover. But uh, I, I thought and this thing just came out of the water. It was phenomenal. Uh, so we got to see some musky and then uh, we ended another deer hunt last night. And uh, last night was it? Like they, I got in the corner, they're all around me. Just they wouldn't get close to me. I had a pond out in front of me, so I just got to see. I was texting Mike, and everyone's like, "Hey, what is this?" And like explaining the ducks, what I was seeing, and they're they're all just looking at me like I'm a big dumb idiot. But uh, it was cool. One. And uh, but yeah, for the community, uh, we had the community uh, dinner out here. And uh, the biggest thing is I haven't been back home in like 20 years. And that's uh,
1: amazing. You mean you've been, I mean with 14 deployments. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I just haven't gotten back home. It's just one of those
2: things. And uh, so having the tribal feeling again, like people just walk in, you have the same eyebrow lift, you have the same likes, you have the same desires, you have the same way of life and uh, have them come in, sit around a fire, have a drink. We ate all that phenomenal food. And uh, it's absolutely, uh, it's feeling on the inside. You're like, all right, I'm I'm all full again. I can go back and do, do things. And, and like, I'm okay because I'm not alone, right? Yeah. Uh, often or not, you know, in the Marine Corps, we have our brother to our left and right, and, and that's what we live off of, uh, and, and that's why we do everything we do. But to have that feeling of, like, I can show up here in a week, like, hey, guys, like, I'm here. I guarantee I'll have a goose in a day and, and a place to sleep that night.
1: Absolutely. And- now, you mentioned something the other day about you know, America and, you know, you said, you know, Hey, you know, my, my America, you know, right now I mean, is, is, is really everything in between, you know, this and that. Remember what you said? Yeah.
2: In between, uh, New York and California, everything in between we call America.
1: Uh, <laughs> so I don't know how
2: that's going to play out for me, but we'll see. Uh, and, but
1: you, it was the, it's the idea, right? I mean, it's the idea America, yeah. and that you, that you went off, you know, and, and have been going off The both of you to for, you know, 20, 20 years, uh, some 20 years and probably together you've got, you know, d- you know, t- close to, you know, 30 deployments. Um, and, and, you know, to be able to come back to some place in America where people are appreciative of what you did, they, they welcome you without question,
2: yeah. you
1: know, make available their resources and, um, and bring you into the tribe their tribe this community um with with open uh minds hearts and and no judgment and share their culture with you and bring you in i mean that's uh i think that's kind of what you're saying and and that's maybe what you're feeling and and I think, that, I mean, that's the good stuff, you ask me. I mean, that's, that, that's what it's all about.
2: We're on the grind all the time. So you deploy, come back, get ready for the next one. And we live in our own little isolated community on or near a base, and yeah. we're all focused on the grind. Like, what's the next mission? What's the next training session? What's the next thing? We're on this grind, and... Uh, to break away from that come out here and see people that are grinding just as hard as you are working every day. We got all these line guys out here who are working mm. godly hours. They're getting ready to go down to Florida and help out. Like they're working just as hard and just you show up, everything stops for, you know, 45 minutes in the morning. They get up at three. The one guy who was a football coach got up at three with us, hunted went down to his football game didn't get back until like two in the morning was there at five o'clock the next morning to hunt with us yeah it's crazy, just to be right? with us so it's phenomenal it's it's yeah. i've never experienced anything like this and uh it's absolutely breathtaking it's just it's something's gonna live with you and you know when, whenever and this is cliche and i'll deal with it but like when when you're in a, like a bad spot and, and not like physically like people shooting at me whatever when i'm in a bad spot when you just have like a bad day and like nothing's going right and it's just you're just getting tired of things right and uh, you know that, that you just you're just tired of it. it. This this will give you something to draw on. Like you know what, mm-hmm. like just just reach down, dig a little deeper, and just go one more. And uh, that that's probably the biggest thing I got out of this is that you know when it's when it's just ugly. You know you got too much too many too many emails, too many meetings because I'm not cool anymore. I don't, I don't get to cool cool stuff anymore. Too many emails, too many meetings, too much stuff, and just just reflect back on this and be like you know what, like those guys grinded away. And they took 30 minutes out of their grind just to give me t- like just just to make me feel good. So then you know you can pick yourself up, and move on, and just maybe find somebody to do the same thing. It's it's not a bad thing.
3: It's it's humbling. I, this whole experience has just been humbling. It's humbling. The hunt's humbling. The deer, humbly out there. They're skittish, like no other deer in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the fishing is obviously humbling. The woods, uh, we talk about the beauty of the woods, but when when that sun goes down, that's that's humbling. That's that's some fear like you've never felt. Knowing yeah, yeah. uh, those woods get eerie, and you can have all the bears and wolves out there. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, the people, the people are what humbling. I think the experience that you've created here, the the hunt is great. We love the hunt, but it's it's a segue to these people and for us to get to meet these people and see these people see this town this community um it's it really was just a surreal humbling experience absolutely
1: well we appreciate that mike we genuinely do Uh, let me uh let me give you guys just one more whack at the pinata here and then i know we got it we got to get you to to wausau here pretty soon uh, so you can get on your uh, plane and go home but um yeah. So uh, the the what's next for you, and and I'll we'll start with you, Mike. I mean, what's next for you? You get back, and then what happens? And kind of kind of take us through maybe, you know, a quick wave tops of you know what's what's remaining and what's ahead of you in your career.
3: With the career, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I'm a changer. I, I, the reason that I chose the profession that I did now was the time spent in the Marine Corps and seeing some of the things that I would have liked to have been done different when mm-hmm. it comes to medicine and Navy medicine. Okay. Um, now I'm in a position to make those changes. And, and from here on, it's just higher levels of that opportunity mm-hmm. to keep making an impact on taking care of our Marines and providing right. more support to them. Um, so right now in the position I'm in, I, I have a, a pretty small footprint of what I'm able to, uh, to change. But mm-hmm. the goal is, is just keep growing, keep climbing to our, I can have more more say so more impact yeah. absolutely
1: and that's yeah. something that motivates you personally is to be able to look at a you know a system like this and a you know and of course you know the, the, the navy and the medical you know service corps and see some of the things that you didn't necessarily think were right or could have been done better and it's important for you uh you know to 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 get in there roll up your sleeves and actually be an impact player and a change guy a change agent if you will that's it that that yeah. that work yeah that's that's incredible. Well, good. Well, and you're also a, you're you're a dad. You got a big family. You said I the other day, I have Five kids, yeah. Five yeah. kids. Four four boys and a girl. How yeah. old are you? I am thirty four. Thirty four. Oh my yeah. goodness, gracious. Yeah. Wow. Well, you got the most. You got a dynamic life. I, do. I mean, you go you go to work. You got all that stuff, yeah. and then you come home and you got that.
3: Yeah. Wow. And I've got the wife. She's she's phenomenal. She yeah, it takes a team, so. doesn't
1: it? You yeah. got to have a team to deal yeah, with that. You got absolutely. a fire squad going yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Okay, so master guns. I love saying that. I think you're the only master guns. At, and I asked you at breakfast this morning. I said, "Hey man, is it okay if I call you master guns?" You're like, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "Where's the line there?" You go, well, <laughs> "We had that that conversation, but you know, it's an affectionate term." Uh, so tell us, Travis, what's uh, what's next for you?
2: Uh, so yeah, immediately I get back. I, I gotta I gotta get back to work. I'm I'm so late, but it will buff out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's late. He's yeah. at Camp Hackett. Yeah. Doing yeah. a podcast. I'm late for work. You yeah, don't it'll
2: it'll buff out. Uh so right now I'm I'm in the position where uh I'm helping uh higher level staffs uh plan and 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 execute uh operational type stuff. Uh so with the biggest thing right now is I, I'm relatively young and, and I got nine years left in the Marine Corps at one rank, so I can I could just my big impact that I, I wanna have and, and where I wanna go is we have twenty years uh, you know, of just experience amongst us uh, in the senior enlisted leadership and, and the officers. And what we don't need to do is any, any time right now is relive bad experiences. We, we have so much knowledge and so much education and so much saying, so as I, as I help these staffs, you know, all those little details that people forget, you know, our, our scar tissue shows it. So it's my mm-hmm. goal is just to make sure that we don't make the same mistakes twice on a higher echelon of command. Uh, I mean, no matter who you are, or where you are, if you've been in the military, you understand. Higher headquarters is always jacked up. Uh, oh yeah. At one point, I just want to say, I want to hear somebody say, "Hey, my higher headquarters is pretty good to go," and then I'll, I'll retire. I'm out. <laughs> so, but uh, until then, I'll, I'm just going to keep grinding away at, at making, uh, not making the same mistakes twice uh, when it comes to the execution of our of our operations. And uh, and then I'll, I'll hang on my boots and go on my way. So. Outstanding.
1: So you got, um, I mean, what, 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 from here? Just, I'm just, you know, so next Ridgeline, okay? I mean, from for for you after this job, if you, I I know you don't get a Ouija board or a crystal ball, but I'm just, I'm asking you, know, what's next? What's the next line for you? If you if you could. You know look out there and say that's that's where i'd like to go or that's where i'm going what's that look like for a guy like you
2: uh wh- my, my my end dream is uh i get out of this and i, and I go to a joint billet uh okay I, I think the marine corps has a lot of capabilities that are misunderstood yeah uh and uh at the same time i think the joint world has a lot of capabilities the marine corps right. hasn't latched onto yet and uh i, I would be hundred percent okay with trying to bridge that gap
1: you see you know i spent a lot of time for those that the listeners that don't know what what travis is talking about when he says the word joint um you know we fight jointly and we fight joint and combined uh you know today but but the joint piece is is all the services army air force navy marine corps and 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 the coast guard um too as well but but that that you you know he's talking about a, a joint billet in a joint command that takes all of the service branches and combines them, or the technical term I like to use is (laughs) schmush. Schmushes that together and puts that show on the road. But, you know, you get it. I see you as a joint fighter all day long because you... You know, you 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 the language, you know, and you you haven't, you, you've certainly drank the Marine Corps Kool Aid, but you're beyond, you know, the, the that that uh, you know that that you're you're beyond that that cloak, if you will, you've busted out of that, and you're you've got a lot to offer. So, yeah, you ought to be able to write your own ticket and get and get yourself yeah, to yeah, do that.
2: The end goal is, you know, over over the years, and, you know, I've worked with Army and Navy and Air Force and in conflict and everything else and everybody else. It, it's it, it's so it's it's right. There, like our lethality doubles when we all can just figure out what capabilities we bring to the board and throw it out there. Uh, so, but it, it's it's tough because uh, everybody, you know, we're in a martial culture and everybody has their their thing. So it, it's tough, and uh, I think each service has an incredible amount of capability, and I would love to be able to bridge that. And not so much for the Marine Corps or, or the Nar- Army or Navy or whatever. Mm-hmm. uh, But for the ability to just project that lethality uh, forward for the commanders and uh you know that that way you know, the biggest thing is defend america right defend the homeland so if i can project that lethality through through my ability just to integrate people and make them work together yeah. bring them together as a tribe and yeah uh, no you
1: got that you got so that skill set that's my sure. end goal yeah uh, good for
2: so you that's that's where i'm heading
1: so mike what's next for you man i mean you're are you going to be the the next you know chief naval officer of medicine i mean what's going on <laughs> with you man i mean what's no, what's the next what's the ridge line that you're looking at after you get out of what you're doing now
3: you know i mean it's at this point, it, it's all based on the Marines. I mean, I you know obviously I'm basing everything off on my family. while the kids are growing up, yep. trying to make the right decisions for them. Um, but no, I we we also are going joint. Uh, we we've mm-hmm. just opened DHA. We're pushing over to DHA, which is just a joint healthcare system um, mm-hmm. through throughout all the services. Um, so that's uh, like like Travis here. I'm kind of on that forefront. Uh, with the push of that, I just came from Fort Belvoir, which was kind of the leaders of this THA mm-hmm. concept, mm-hmm. and so moving up through the ranks will put me in that position where I'm also like a, a joint liaison yeah. um, for healthcare. Right so, on. yeah.
1: Well, listen, as we close out, I just want to you know personally thank you for for what you've done for this country um, and and uh, what you're continuing to do. Um, for the services and your family and and it's been an absolute honor for me to spend some time uh, with you here and and um, you know mikase you know, sukasa you know if you guys ever need anything you know we're we're here for you I'm a phone call away I'm a text i'm a you know a plane ride you name it. You know, we got a, um, and we're not a one-and-done organization. You know, the foundation's here for you for the rest of your life, and um, you know what we hope is that you know when you when you pull back from the you know the collective a little bit more, or take your foot off the accelerator. You know, you can get some more of this on you. I mean, I've always thought about the foundation as a, you know, a, a, in a, using a medical, you know, term, you know, a dosage. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even leaders like you need time to reset. You know, you said it, uh, you know, you said it, Travis, early on. You know, you got to step back from, from it, pull back, you know, and, and just decompress a little bit, and get another shot, get a booster, you know, and then uh, it just makes you that much more effective when you go back at it. So, I mean, I thank you very, very much for what you've done. And I mean that uh, sincerely and genuinely, and, and I'll give you the last shot
2: here. No, John, I, I won't speak for Mike, but this has been a phenomenal. Your pancakes are amazing. And, uh, <laughs>
1: Man, it, blueberry pancakes. Uh, yeah. Learned that in ranger school. <laughs> so,
2: and then, no, this whole thing's been phenomenal. I can't thank the community or anybody that supports and donates to this thing enough. Like, it, it is... It it is not words that'll do it, but I would say you know as much thing like people that do a lot of work uh behind the lines that they they clearly don't know how many lives they've saved. So I can fathom just being out here and, and anybody that's coming here that's been struggling or things like that like get out here or if you've been out here like I, I guarantee you, John hands down you've saved I don't know how many veterans and uh, you you you're a humble man and, and you you'll say well, no no I'm just doing a thing, but I, I mean you probably know how many people you put through out here. And I would say a good percent of that people were reset because of you. And that's, that's, that's absolutely amazing. And, and, uh, it's, right. it's more than anybody could ever ask for from one individual.
1: Well, you know, I, I appreciate that, uh, very, very much so, but I gotta, you know, uh, I, I, I have to say that, that, that this program is, is, is grown, Tremendously, and up here, the, the these wonderful people have embraced it, and and they've certainly you know helped you know round out and shape the the space. Because I I got to tell you, I think, you know, I remember coming back from combat, and um and and I remember just the walk to the refrigerator was different. No kidding, you know, I mean, like everything is different. Like I can open this refrigerator up, and I got choices. You know, that's a very simple thing, but, you know, going, you know, pulling back from that, just everything has changed and my perspective on life has changed. Um, Nothing will ever be the same. And so, um, you know, uh, to, to, to come and be in a place where, you know, nature rules, I mean, I think is huge, you know, I mean, that's where I always found, I found getting right with the world out there. And I thought to myself, well, I certainly can't be the only guy on the planet that this is going to affect. And so I just hope to be able to bring this experience to people. I didn't expect that the community would crawl out and step up to the plate. I, you know, I had no idea, yeah. you know. And so, um, you know, as we dug our way deeper into this space, and more people are like embracing it, going, yeah, I, I can see why this is good. Um, you know, I want to touch, you know, I want want to touch some of this magic as well. And, and, and so, you know, there's a lot of layers to this thing and it's pretty complex and you can get all kinds of nuts with a slide rule and try to figure it out. But At the end of the day, it's a bunch of people who genuinely want to say thank you for what you did, you know? And I know you guys, you don't feel that way. I get, I get it. You know, you don't feel like you deserve it, you know, but you know, you do absolutely. And they just want to say their way of come you know, getting up at, you know, going to bed at three o'clock in the morning and getting up at five and being out here just to be here, you know, I don't, I'll bet you they'd never be rather be here than any other place on the planet. Yeah, just to be close to you, you know, and I feel the same way. That's how much respect I have for you, mm-hmm. right? To be able to share some of this with you it's just a small thing but it's you know it's 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 big medicine to me it's it's super big medicine so shout out to the community and 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 anybody across america who's helping you know the foundation do its work i mean it's super impactful you know and and we can't really understand it we just know that it's good right it's 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 whatever's in the sauce is really good so um any anyway, last shots? Save oh, grounds. yeah, I
3: I'm, I just want to thank you. I, I think Travis nailed it on the head there. I won't double tap that. Uh, while, the, while the hunt was absolutely, you know, rehabilitating, uh, this has just been one of the best experiences of my life. And, again, on the community, the people of Phillips, Wisconsin are, I mean, the support that just pours out is just unbelievable. It's nothing but patriots here. Yeah. These these are the type of people that if you if you tell them you like the shirt or hat they're wearing, it's coming off and they're gonna give it to you. <laughs> right. You know, uh, it's it was just a great experience and it it really helps guys like me and Travis out seeing these people and seeing and remembering especially where we're living now and uh, up near D.C. and in Northern yeah. Virginia, coming out here and seeing these these small town folks that are are still the true patriots. It kind of gives you a little hope. Um, for, for the country and, and for us and reminds us why we do what we do. So just really want to thank you and them and Absolutely. everyone that made this experience possible.
1: Well, it's our pleasure. Well, listen, we're going to wrap this up. We, we um, get, get these guys on a plane and get them back to their, uh, get them back to their jobs and their families and their homes. So anyway, we appreciate everybody's time. Thanks for listening and we hope you have a great day.
3: Thanks, Sean. Sure. All right. Bye.
0: To learn more about the mission of the Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation and how you can get involved, please visit our website at www.iaf.org or follow our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you for listening to the WWIA podcast and for helping us honor, connect, and heal our combat wounded Purple Heart heroes through the power of the great outdoors.
1: If you like what you're listening to here and would like to join our team in our mission to bring healing power and recovery to America's Purple Heart Heroes, please become part of our Sponsor Hero team by clicking on the link in the podcast notes or by going to org forward slash sponsor. That's org forward slash sponsor. Our heroes need you now more than ever. Thank you.